Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. This month, all this month, we are studying the subject of faith, and we need faith in every area of our lives. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that comes to God must believe that He is, and He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. How many of us want to please Him? All of us, we want to be well pleasing, and faith is a way to please the Lord. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as we go through these lessons, your faith will rise to another level. And this year you'll walk in all that God has planned and purpose. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I see you walking in all that God has planned and purpose in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning we are talking about faith for our friends and family. Luke chapter 15, verse 17. And you see, we talked about the fact that faith to actually make it in the faith life, number one, you have to know what faith is. I talked about that in the first lesson. And then two, how faith comes. And then three, once you have the faith, how to put it into circulation or how to release the faith to make it work for you. And then we also have to talk about what hinders faith from working, some hindrances to faith from working. But this morning, let's look at faith for our, for our friends and family. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 5, verse 17. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Luke chapter 5, verse 17. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, this account. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies, who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your heart? It is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, even as your word says that we, as when we entered the sanctuary of God and we understood, I prayed that you will bring us understanding in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May God give you understanding in Jesus' name. Now Jesus is teaching on a certain day and there are Pharisees and doctors of the Lord sitting by and he says that the power of the Lord was present to heal them. His power is now present everywhere. But the question that we have to ask ourselves is, 
if the power of the Lord is present to heal those Pharisees, we're talking about faith, to heal them, why are those Pharisees and teachers of the law not healed? He says that the power of God is present to heal those people, to make them whole. He's teaching and power is present. Sometimes when the word of God is going forth, you sense in your heart that power is entering you. Or power is present. The power of God is present here this morning. I said the power of God is present here this morning. I said the power of God is present here this morning. To heal you and to make you whole. But how come those are not healed? See, the power alone will not prevail. Something else has to happen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Then they brought a man on a bed who was paralyzed, and they sought to bring him in, but they could not. You see, every time you set out to seek the Lord, Every time you set out to do the will of God, usually there are hindrances in the way. And so many times, that's where people give up. I pray you will not give up in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. But the first step, we're talking about our friends and family as well. Let's look at some of the steps, the things that these people did. And some things that you can do as well for your friends and your family. You, you see, the first thing is to have a compassion to help your friends or your family members. We call this man the man born by four. You see, you see compassion is different from empathy. There are two different things, or, or sympathy. You can see hurting people, and sometimes... It doesn't make any difference to you. It doesn't move you. Or sometimes if it moves you, we'll get to the next step here. Uh, you are not moved to do anything. But you see, this man was paralyzed. That's, that, thank you, Lord. This man was paralyzed, helpless. Are you feeling helpless today? Are you feeling paralyzed? Maybe you are not paralyzed physically. Are you paralyzed in any area of your life? Are you feeling hopeless today? Are you at the point of giving up? I've tried and tried and tried and tried and tried. I'm a, you're about to throw in the towel. Are you at the point where you feel like you have to be carried? Are you at the point where you, you feel like you need help? In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I can assure you by the word of the living God that there is help for you in God. I said there is help for you in God. I said there is help for you in God. I said there is help for you in God. Are you bound by an addiction? By sin? Paralyzed? You cannot help yourself. Oh, thank God I know somebody that can help. I said, I know somebody that can help. I said, I know somebody that can help. I said, I know somebody that can help. You having sleepless nights, worrying. Thank God there is help for you in Jesus. 
Thank God there is hope for you in Jesus. There is hope for your family. Maybe you are worried about your children, your grandchildren. What is going to happen to them? There is hope for them. I said there is hope for them. But these people didn't just sympathize. These four, four men didn't just sympathize with a man. They had compassion. And that compassion drove them to do something. You see, sometimes we easily, sometimes we give up on people. But Jesus is interested in people. Jesus is interested in you. He never gives up on you. So they got to the point, and I pray in the name of Jesus that you don't give up on people. The second step to helping helping your friends and family is see them the way that God sees them. Everybody saw a paralyzed person. These four friends saw the potential that this person could be made whole and could be made to walk. God sees us and sees what he can take our lives and be able to do through our lives. See people the way God sees them. You see, everyone, whether saved or unsaved, are created by God. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, That you will begin to see people the way God sees them. Matthew chapter 9 verse 35 says, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd he was moved with compassion but he began to see that these were people that if that had the potential in them see people the way that god sees them have compassion for people And then three, do something. Take an action. Notice Jesus, even in this account, he says, verse 37, that he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. When these people realized that this man was helpless, compassion alone wouldn't have done anything. So take a step. Take an action. Sometimes that step uh, involves praying for them. Here Jesus says pray. It wouldn't have done any good. We're talking about faith as well. It wouldn't have done any good for those four men 
to stay right where they were without making a step to carry their friend into the presence of Jesus. So do something. Take an action to help, help, help your family or your friend. One step is to pray. Pray for them. Another step, like these people, these people did, did, first step, they brought the person into the presence of Jesus. Go where the power is. Yes. <laughs> I said, go where the power is. <laughs> and when they got there, so many people, they couldn't get into the, to the door. Most people at that point will give up. We are going to go home. Not today. And notice the whole time the power of God is present. But nobody has been healed yet. Nobody has received a miracle yet. And the power is there. Then they said, today is today. Sometimes you have, to, you have to get to that point. Today is today. I have to receive my miracle. One time, um, Dr. Dr. Ora Roberts, in his crusades, a certain boy came, and he was paralyzed. And Dr. Robert had finished ministering, and he said he was so exhausted. And uh, the, 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 the boy said, um, his name was Will, or Willie, I love something like that. And he came to Dr. Robert and said, I'm exhausted. We're done for tonight. We're going home. And the young, boy, the young boy said, no, no, no. I'm supposed to be healed today. <laughs> I'm, su I'm supposed to be healed today. I'm supposed to be made well today. <laughs> and sure enough, when he prayed for him, he received his miracle. <laughs> you have to get to that point where you say, where you say today, is today. You have to get to that point where you say, I am fed up with this circumstance. I desire a change. And you see, we started talking, the year talking about fact that if you, if you want a change, you have to make a change. <laughs> they said, we are going in. We are not going home. We've made this journey to come to see Jesus. To see our friend here, to see our friend made whole, we are not going home. <laughs> it is to succeed in the, in the, in the faith life, uh, it, requ it requires some tenacity. It requires perseverance in the Christian life, in the faith life. If you are one that easily gives up and throws in the towel, the Bible calls this a race. Yes. You will not throw in the towel in Jesus' name. Amen. You will not give up in Jesus' name. Amen. You will make it in Jesus' name. Say, so, no, we are not going home. Today is today. Oh, I pray. I sense someone in your hand getting to that point of desperation. You desperately desire a change. You desperately desire something to change. 
and in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as you press in in this season, I see God giving, giving you a change in Jesus' name. Don't give up on people. Get them into the presence of Jesus. You see, there is an account in, thank you Lord, Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9, verse 23. Let's, let's, let's read this. He said that now after many days were passed, the Jews plotted to kill him, talking about Paul. But their plot became known to Saul, and they watched the gate day and night to kill him. They want to do away with him. Any plot of the enemy to kill you before your time, in the name of Jesus, it is canceled in Jesus' name. Amen. It is canceled in Jesus' name. Amen. But it says, then the disciples, verse 25, took him by night and led him down through the wall in a large basket. Now, this was right after Saul was converted and he began preaching. The same person who wanted to kill the Christians, now his life is turned around and he's preaching this Jesus Christ that he once wanted to persecute. Oh, thank God for the grace of God. That's why I say don't give up on anybody. He was on, the, on a journey to persecute the Christians. He had an encounter with God and his life was not the same. And he starts preaching. Jesus is the Christ. The people don't like it. And they make a plan to kill him. But you see, on that night, the people that led him down through the wall in a large basket were holding the rope for him. And they did not know who was on the other side. That he would later become an apostle and write two-thirds of the New Testament, the letters that we are all blessed by. That night, when they held the rope for him, they didn't know who was on the other side. You see, when you take a stand of faith for somebody, when you make a step for somebody to help them, To bring them into the presence of Jesus. To lead them to the Lord. You don't know who's on the other side. <laughs> that night, his life could have ended. But he held a rope for him. On a night, like that, they held the roof for him. I pray in the name of Jesus that you hold the rope for somebody. Sometimes people are helpless. 
People can't help themselves. They are paralyzed in life. Marriage problems, sickness, different sin, addiction, different things. But I pray in those moments, in those seasons, may you hold a rope for them. You don't know who's on the other side. I always think of the Sunday school teacher. I, I don't know. I don't know how he found out about us. I know that it was a cousin living in our house um, when we were growing up. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know how he found out. But this Assembly of God Sunday school teacher will walk about two, three miles every Sunday morning and come and pick us kids to church. He didn't know what he was doing. He was just, to, to him, he's just doing his job. Going out of his way to come and take us to church. You see, when we are doing things for God, being faithful, you don't know who is on the other, on the other side. That's how, the, that's how I, got into, I got born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, called to preach, and everything else that has come out as a result. And what else, whatever else is to come, he's a part of it. He held the road for me. <laughs> he held the road for me. That's why we're kicking off an initiative. So there are some parents, sometimes they say, oh, we can't bring the kids to church. We'll go pick them up. We'll bring them to church. <laughs> you don't know who's on the other side. When you are lending a hand to somebody, being a blessing to somebody, you don't know who's on the other side. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will not miss those opportunities. I say you will not miss those opportunities. You will not miss those opportunities. It's easy. So, oh, I don't have time for anybody. I'm so busy. May you hold a rod for someone. May God use you to hold a rod for somebody, a friend, a family member, in their, in their most greatest time of need. They didn't know that they had an apostle at the end of the, end of the road. For you, it might, might have been somebody was praying for you. You see, I pray in the name of Jesus that we recognize those opportunities and take them. Let's go back to that account. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God is good. Now, when he got into the presence of Jesus, Before they got there, they said, look, we have to get in. So they broke the, the roof. That's another message on it. said, raise the roof for victory. <laughs> Break the roof for victory. <laughs> That's for another day. <laughs> but the same, the same people, they led him to the roof. The roof. Held the roof for this man. We're not going home. We have to, this man has to go home healed and whole. That is the determination that makes the difference for our friends and families. Sometimes you have to fast, pray for them. 
lay down your life for somebody. Jesus made a statement, thank you, Lord. In John chapter 15, notice this. John chapter 15, verse 13, he says, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Greater love has no one than this. Lay your life down for somebody. Than to lay down one's life for his friends. Greater love. Oh, I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus in this season and beyond this year, you will lay down your life for somebody. But when they got into the presence of Jesus, this man is in the presence of Jesus. The power of God is present. Sometimes you have to break through the, the, the barrier of tradition. Sometimes you have to break through whatever hinders you. Sometimes in the name of Jesus, you have to break through. Years and years and years of, of a certain thought pattern that you've been thinking. Sometimes you have to break through. Any limitation on your life. You have a dream, you have a goal, you have a vision. There are certain things you want to see this year. But you see before you certain barriers. Preventing you from getting there. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh my Lord and my God. God help you to overcome those barriers. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Verse 20, Luke 5, 20. When he saw their faith. When he saw their faith. Faith can be seen. Oh, it's a joy to see faith. You see, even the paralyzed man had faith. <laughs> You're already paralyzed. And someone is going to let, let you down through a roof. Is that a dangerous thing? <laughs> At least I'm paralyzed and I'm, I'm, I'm alive. If you drop me, <laughs> it, it, it could get worse. <laughs> He too had faith to be carried to a roof. Jesus is preaching and he sees stuff coming from the roof. What's going on here? He saw their faith. Take a step. Get into the presence of Jesus. Faith can be seen.
again, he said, he said to him, man, your sins are forgiven you. That's another one. We can stay here for a very long time. And then he goes on to say, and the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason. You always find, find, find people like that. Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins by God alone? Yeah, on and on and on and on. But the point I want, what God wants us to see this morning is that this man is in the presence of Jesus. He has faith, but he's still as paralyzed as he was before. Nothing has changed. And Jesus said, your sins are forgiven. He has to take care of the sin situation first. You see, sometimes sin can open a door for the enemy to enter. Sin is what opened the door in the beginning, right, in the garden, and it's still the case. But thank God for the mercy of Jesus. Since your sins are forgiven you, today is a new day for you. Amen. Today is a new day for you. Amen. Today is a new day for you. Amen. Today is a new day for you. In the name of Jesus, no matter who you are, Jesus can wash away your sins and make you new. No matter your past, people may have written you off, saying what good can, good can come out of this life. You may have written, written yourself off. What good can come out of my life? Oh, I've wasted years. I've wasted time. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Jesus is saying to you, he's willing to give you a new beginning. He's willing to give you a fresh start if you are willing to cooperate with him. Man, your sins are forgiven you. Oh, my Lord and my God. Maybe you have a sensation of, of, of you, like you feel like a wash. Something is, you have been washed. There is power in the blood of Jesus Christ to wash you and to forgive you. Maybe you've tuned into this. You are watching from your hotel room, from prison, from wherever you may be. I have come to announce to you the good news. No matter who you are, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, God is willing to give you a new beginning. Thank you, Father. Yeah. A new beginning. Yeah. It will be a new beginning for you. Your sins are forgiven you. Maybe you are at the point where you feel hopeless. You tried and tried and tried on your own. You're not making progress. Give Jesus an opportunity. I said, give Jesus an opportunity. Man, your sins are forgiven you. They said, Jesus, who can forgive sins? I mean, you have no right to do that. Then verse 23, he says, very important, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk? Let's, let's, let's ask that question. Which, which one is easier? Think about it. Which one is easier? To say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk? Which one is easier? Someone said, rise up and walk. 
Rise so many Jesus rise up and I like that one. <laughs> you see, from the perspective of Jesus, the lesson he's trying to get across to us is the same power that forgives sins is the same power that heals. Hallelujah. I'll repeat it again. The same power that forgives sins is the same power that, for, that heals and is the same power that makes whole. In not only sickness from a, from a natural standpoint, but any area of your life, it is the same power. With God, nothing is impossible. With God, nothing is impossible. The difficulty is on our end, not, not on God's end. <laughs> now, let's go, let's, let's go a step further here. The fifth point. You see, we pray that, the, 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 that your family and friend will have the strength to take the next step. Now, the, the, his friends have done their very best and brought him into the presence of Jesus. Jesus says to him, I say to you, rise up, take up your bed, and go to your house. He's on his own at this point. Sometimes people can only carry you so far. At some point, you have to take responsibility. I can stand here and preach and teach and preach and teach and preach and teach, but at some point, people can pray for you. People can bring you, I mean, give you a call, help you, try to encourage you, come to church, do all these things, but at some point, you're on your own. You have to take responsibility. <laughs> you have to take responsibility. They've, they've, they've broken the roof. They've put him in a, I mean, they've, they've brought him all the, all the while to that place. Now he's on his own. Here comes the, the moment of truth. And the, day, the, the moment of reckoning. Rise up, take up your bed, and go home. Notice that up to that point, he's still as paralyzed as he was before. Nothing has changed. The power of God hasn't left. The room. The power of God is still present. Nobody has been healed yet. He's been brought into the presence of Jesus. They broke the roof for him. They've helped him. They've encouraged him. He also has faith. But nothing has happened yet. Because faith must be released. Faith must be put in action, into action. See, people can carry you so far, but at some point, have to take responsibility. How is a paralyzed person going to walk? <laughs> the power is there, but the power hasn't done anything for anybody yet. He has faith. Jesus says so. You saw their faith. It's a key lesson in faith. Faith must be put into action. Not in healing, but in other areas as well. Rise up, take up your bed, and go home. He can sit, on, sit, sit there 
and complain and start talking about his past, all these sins, all these things I've done. You don't know me, uh, the doctor's diagnosis, what this and this said, all that, it won't change anything. It won't change anything. Oh, thank God when Jesus said, rise up and walk, without hesitation, he rose up immediately. Notice that verse. Notice verse 25. Immediately. Immediately. No hesitation. Immediately. Immediately. That's what makes the difference. Every time God gives us an instruction, act on it. Immediately. We talk about the obedience of faith. That's what makes the difference. Immediately. 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 Didn't question, didn't ask. Jesus said, I should get up. I'm getting up. Today is my day. Today is your day. Today is your day. Abraham, God said to him, go and offer up Isaac. The next morning, he's on his way. That's the obedience of faith. <laughs> Immediately. But let's go back to this point. It's sometimes. We just have to pray for people to, to, to take responsibility, to receive the strength. That's why this prayer is, is a very good prayer. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 8. Thank you, Lord. To pray for your friends, for your family. They need that strength sometimes. Notice this, Ephesians 1 18. He prays that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? Then in Ephesians 3, again another prayer for them. He, he actually prays that they will be strengthened. They'll be giving strength in the inner man. Ephesians 1.16. That he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. So pray. The fifth point is pray that pray. You're talking about faith for your friends and friends. That they will have the strength to take the next step. Pray that the eyes of their understanding will be opened. Their eyes will open. You see, that's why we started. Don't give up on them. No. See them the way God sees them. Pray that their eyes will be open. So if they are unsaved, that's a good prayer. Pray that their eyes. The blindfolding power of the enemy over their lives, eyes will be broken that they will see. If they are saved but not walking in the light of the truth, pray that their eyes will be open. You see, no one, no one, no one, no one, no one in their right minds will see that they're, they're driving. They know there is a bridge. 
or a valley and will drive themselves 80 miles into that valley or down the bridge into, in, in, into the water. Nobody, nobody in their right mind will do that. So pray. You see, there is, there is a force. There is a power out there. We call him the devil. Nobody in their right minds will see fire ahead, danger ahead, hell ahead. And drive themselves there. Nobody in there. Fire ahead. There's fire in your future. And say, so I don't believe it. And drive themselves there. What's the, what's the problem? What's the issue? Second Corinthians 4 4. Verse 3 says, Second Corinthians 4 3, I receive you vital keys. For your friends and families. He says, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded. He calls the devil the God of this age. Who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So there's a veil covering the person's eye, mind. A closed mind is even worse than a closed eyes. He's blinded their minds. <laughs> so I said, look, please, take this thing seriously. This is not something to joke about. You have only one life. You have one opportunity. You have, I mean, some opportunity to receive Jesus Christ in your lifetime. Take this thing seriously. No, no person in their right mind will say, no, this thing, I don't believe it. I'm just going to plant right there, go in there. Somebody say, I don't believe it. Look, <laughs> don't play with these things. I have a message I call it, all dead people are alive. <laughs> Death is not the cessation of life. Everybody is going to be alive. One, one, one will be alive in heaven, one will be alive in hell. So all dead people are alive. It's just a matter of where you live. Do you get that one? All dead people are alive. Be one of these days I'll preach it. <laughs> all dead people are alive. So he says here, the problem is the God of this age has blinded their minds so they can't see. So what needs to happen? Pray that their eyes will be open. The blindfolding, the veil that veils them, that is over their minds, will be broken in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Is that something you can do for them? They still have to receive Jesus on their own. They still have to take responsibility, but now it makes it easier. 
Heaven is a real place. Hell is a real place. I don't know what this is for. It's for somebody. There are people in heaven right now. There are people in hell right now. Some people don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. I'll tell you the truth. I like what someone said. Sometimes when I preach these things come out. Someone said, look, I've done the very best when the people came to him. He said, I've told you. <laughs> I've told you. I'm like the Apostle Paul. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation to those who believe. To those who believe. Oh, my Lord and my God. Are you getting blessed this morning? Jesus. So pray that the blindfold over the eye. Pray for people that they'll have strength to take the next step. That when, when you pray like that, um, the, it makes it easier. You still have to receive Jesus or take responsibility in any area, but it makes it easier. And another prayer to pray, another good prayer to pray for your family. Notice that in Matthew chapter 9, thank you, Lord. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. After Jesus said, these people, they, need, they, 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 they are scattered because they have no shepherd. That's another message on its own. Today we are getting a lot of messages. Without shepherds, people scatter. That's why you need a pastor. <laughs> the pastor is a shepherd. I will say it this way. Is it no sheep can get on I-25 uh, and say, I'm going to Denver today, myself, but alone. I'm getting on I-25 and I'm heading to Denver. I don't need a shepherd. Uh, do you think they'll make it? No, no, they'll make it. Don't get, they don't get very far. You see, you, we cannot um, go beyond God's plan. God's plan and purpose is everyone will be planted in the local church and be shepherded. Notice, 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 notice that we see you don't discount all the other ministry get the apostles, the prophet, the teacher. But he says when the people were scattered, what do they need? They need a shepherd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> When, I go, when we go to the crusade fields, that's why we partner with the local people, the local, the pastors. I'm there for a few days. I'm gone. Somebody has to take care of You see? <laughs> Everybody needs a pastor. You need a pastor. I have a pastor. Nobody's, nobody's above the law. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, why, why, where were we before we got here? What were we talking about? We talked this time, Jenny. <laughs> Anybody remember? I'm checking if you are here or you've gone home. <laughs> no, we're talking about praying for our, for our family and friends. So you pray for them that the blindfold over their eyes will be open. Then the prayer that Jesus Christ prayed here, sometimes if they are family members, they may not be willing to listen to you. But there is somebody that Jesus has that they will listen to. He says, he says here, what, what, do what? Pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers, to thrust out laborers. 
You see, when we see a wheat harvest, a wheat field that is ready for harvest, uh, we, don't do, we just don't pray and not do anything. We, we, the, the laborers are thrust into it. So once you pray that the power of the enemy over their lives should be broken, the next step is Jesus knows who they will listen to. Oh, yeah. Yes, laborers all over the place, including you. So you must, you must be willing. So you pray that, Lord Jesus, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. You know who they will listen to. Lord, please send people across their path. So sometimes people, sometimes before somebody becomes born again, somebody's been praying. So all of a sudden, they go to work, and somebody's telling them about Jesus. They go to the store, and somebody's telling them about Jesus. I don't want to have anything to do. Why? They go to another place, somebody's telling them about Jesus. The prayer is working. Yes. <laughs> I said the prayer is working. Amen. 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 They turn on the radio or TV, all of a sudden they see me on there. <laughs> I'm talking about Jesus. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> So the same way you pray that God will send laborers across the apart, you also be willing to be an answer to somebody's prayer. Yes. You are not at that workplace for any for, for, for just to be there. You are the light at that place. So as you step out, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I'm available today as your laborer. I'm available today as your laborer. Somebody is praying somewhere, Lord, send me, send me across the apart. Ha-ha. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Let's wrap up. Thank you, Lord. So pray that God will send laborers across their path. And then finally, this man received the strength and he went home completely healed by the power of God. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody is worrying about their children. I sense it in my spirit. Somebody is worried about their, their grandkids. But God is saying to you, somebody is worrying about, worried about their family member. And even gets more serious, as the people, sometimes as people get closer to eternity, it becomes even more serious. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 49, verse 25. God says to you this morning, Isaiah 49, thank you, Lord. He says to you, But thus says the Lord, Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be, shall be delivered. For I will contend with him who contends with you, and I will save your children, said the Lord. Amen. That's God's word to you. 
I will save your children. I am speaking to somebody, maybe the deposit of God's word was put in there when they were young, but they are not working in the light of it now. In the name of Jesus, God is saying to you, I will save your children. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And all your children will be taught by the Lord. Isaiah 54 verse 13. All your children shall be taught by the Lord. And grace shall be the peace of your children. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, I pray you will not give up. Don't give up on yourself or your children or your family members. Pray for them. Thank you, Lord. So to go over one have a compassion to help your friend and family. Two, see them the way God sees them. Three, take an action to help your family or your friend. Four, get them into the presence of Jesus. Hold the rope for somebody. And then five, pray that they will have the strength to take the next step. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 